Again, I say that it is as honorable to sell as it is to buy. And making the decision to make it possible for your most ideal prospects to solve their problem with your help is how you change the world. It's how you change the game. It's absolutely how you get yourself to the million dollar mark. When you understand the significance of realizing that it's as honorable to sell as it is to buy, when you outline the cost of their problem, when you create your sales management system and you make sure that your messaging consistently focuses in on that problem, you will put yourself in the position to truly rock the sale and open up an opportunity to do millions in sales through your business. listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnell Jervy Harmon, the place to be for high-level conversations about all things millions. Your mission, mindset, methodologies, mandate, movement, messaging, marketing, metrics, and most definitely your money. I am your host, spiritual business growth coach, Dr. Darnielle J. Harmon. Join me each week for inspiring stories, powerful interviews, and business growth strategy to help you experience abundance in your life because of your business. If you're ready to move to your next level everything, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions Live. Listen, if you are a millions-minded entrepreneur, you need to stop playing and go grab your ticket so that you can learn how to make, move, and leave millions. Go right now to movetomillionsevent.com. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about what is often the elephant in the room for entrepreneurs. I think it's pretty funny that As entrepreneurs, we want to start businesses to make more money, but often we're afraid to sell. Can somebody please tell me where that is actually going to serve you and give you the energy that you need to get your business to the million dollar mark? Yeah, I thought so. So today I want to talk to you about one of my favorite topics ever. I want to also help you to understand how I got to the point where I could fall in love with sales because probably just like you, I was afraid at one point in time to actually share why people should buy my products and services. And so if you're taking notes right now, right off the bat, I want you to write this down. Making a sale or letting people know that you can solve their problem is your responsibility if you have the solution that they have been unsuccessful at finding on their own. Like you're actually being selfish if you don't take the time to let people know that you can help them. And yes, in case you were wondering, you should absolutely be paid and paid well, if I might add, when you do so. Oh, you know what? (laughs) Let me back this train up a little bit because I'm starting this conversation with you. Like we've just been sitting here for hours talking about sales and not just any sales, but a sales infrastructure that will actually make you millions. Here's what I know. It's selling at sales is one of the hottest topics for entrepreneurs. And it's a hot topic because nobody's business is going anywhere if we don't figure out how to get people to take advantage of the offers that we make them and give us cold, hard cash. Something else I want you to write down in case you're taking notes. As an entrepreneur, you solve problems for profits. Yeah, that's right. It means that you're supposed to be paid every time you solve someone's problem. I hear all the time when we're talking to our clients in our programs, 
or even our prospects that are interested in considering our programs, this misnomer around sales and this desire to not be salesy. Like, where did that come from? Like, I remember the very first time as an entrepreneur, I went to a conference or a live event and they were talking about the sales process. And they put that picture up there of that icky used car sales guy. You know, the guy that no one ever wants to be so much so that we end up ruining our ability to make sales because we automatically see ourselves sitting inside of that energy. That's why sales is one of the most misunderstood topics for entrepreneurs as well. But here's what I need you to know. And this is what I'm hoping you gain from spending this time with me in this particular episode is that every single one of us, yep, that means you too, incredible one. You're a salesperson. We have to get comfortable selling. Now, I became familiar with the sales process really during my Mary Kay Cosmetics days. Now, prior to operating my Mary Kay Cosmetics business, I was in corporate America. I was initially a customer service representative and sure, I had to do my fair share of upsells to get people to do a balance transfer. You remember those, right? And then I remember as I continued to progress in my career and moved to credit acquisition, I wasn't really selling so much as I was trying to get the information to get them to get the best credit card I could possibly offer to them. And once I moved into management, my need to sell, it diminished greatly. But when I went into Mary Kay selling lipstick and skincare and cosmetics and all of that good stuff, I was reminded by Mary Kay Ash of one of my favorite quotes from her, that nothing happens until somebody sells something. Yeah, because you don't even have a business and there's no way we're going to get your business to the million dollar mark if you are not equipped with the skill to sell. But did you catch what I just said? I said the skill to sell. And that means that you, incredible one, can actually learn how to position yourself in a way that the next natural progression is for them to make an enrollment decision and decide to hire you to solve their problem. I think it's important to note that for a lot of people, they believe that sales is service. And I don't disagree with that. I do think that there is an element of service associated with sales. But I do want to be clear that I don't want people to mistake service and think that when they're serving, there doesn't need to be money supplied to them at the end of it. This is often one of the places that I see a lot of people get tripped up. So this podcast episode is for you if you are tired of feeling inauthentic when it's time for you to sell. If you're one of those people who has to create a diversion in order to now switch, I've got my fingers in the air quotes, into the part of the conversation where you're gonna ask people to give you their money, this is for you. If you've been struggling to figure out how to remain confident throughout the entire interaction, we're gonna get into that too. And if you wanna figure out the best way to show up fully, and operate in an energy of service where people reward you financially for your ability to be able to solve their problems, I'm excited for you because million-dollar sales start to happen when you realize that you deserve to earn at the million-dollar level. Several years ago, I created a framework that I still use when it comes to sales, and that's what I call the Rock the Sales Success Formula. And I'm going to break that down for you today in this episode because it has served me and my clients extremely well over the years. I like really being able to take the framework around sales, especially because so many people struggle with it and break it down into bite-sized pieces. So ROCK is the acronym that we're going to utilize 
inside of breaking down this framework for you to help you to understand what you need to do in order to have success without ever feeling salesy. The R stands for realize that it is as honorable to sell as it is to buy. Let me run that one back for you. It's as honorable to sell as it is to buy. Listen, life is a transaction. And every single day, all day, we are selling. If you have a spouse or a significant other and they want to go to this restaurant for dinner and you end up at the restaurant you wanted to go to, guess what happened? You just sold them into why they should go to the restaurant that you chose. It's as honorable to sell as it is to buy. You cannot have a sell without someone wanting to invest in themselves through it, right? So once you realize that, that should give you a level of confidence and comfort that the only way that this happens is if the two parties have agreed that there's a problem to be solved and a solution to be gained. And the only way to access that solution is through making a purchase or making an investment. Let me sidebar there for a second and just talk about the difference between using the words purchase and investment. If you focus on getting people to purchase, then they may not see the value. But if you talk about investing, they will actually understand the ROI or return on investment. The word investment also helps them to avoid the COI, the cost of inaction. So you open up an entirely different paradigm to help them to understand that you've got the solution to their problem. When you first realize that it's as honorable to sell as it is to buy, and you make it your business to give them access to something worth investing in. The O in the system stands for outline the cost of their problem. Again, I want you to write down as an entrepreneur, you solve problems for profit. If there is no problem to be solved, there is no profit to be earned. If there is no problem to be solved, there is no sale to be made. And so it's going to be important for you to take the time in your sales conversation to actually help them to discover the cost of their problem. Everything costs us something, and it's not always just the cost of inaction, right? It could be the cost of doing it wrong. It could be the cost of not having the right solution. There are many costs that are associated with taking the step that doesn't lead them to the outcome or result that they want. And that gives them an opportunity when they see you showing up and consistently talking about their problem to make a different decision and enroll to get access to that solution. The C stands for create your sales management system. Systems make success predictable. And as with anything, your ability to sell and to sell consistently is going to be tied to how you manage the sales process. I'm gonna go a little bit deeper into that shortly. And then the K stands for kicking your competition to the curb by rising above the noise and standing out. That's right. Marketing and sales go hand in hand. We talked in a recent episode about your message and how to have a message that will make you millions. Well, in this particular episode, as we break down this sales process and you realize that it is as honorable to sell as it is to buy, everything begins to change. Now, one of the big reasons that I have seen over the past 14 years and working with entrepreneurs and small business owners, specifically around sales and the sales process, is that they are often allowing fear to run their sales department. I just wanna let that breathe for a second because it's possible that the reason why you're struggling to sell is because fear is running your sales department. If you've ever said, I don't wanna pick up the phone because I don't wanna be rejected or I don't wanna feel like I'm bothering people, yeah, that means fear is the sales manager and that's a real problem. The imposter syndrome, which most people 
realize and ascribe to is really just a question of whether or not you feel worthy enough to invite a prospect to get the transformation they have been asking for through investing in themselves and your solution. I want you to even notice the words that I'm using as we talk about sales, right? Because whenever you're sitting in that energy of you are bothering people, you're denying your ability to sit in the energy that you could be transforming those very same people. What would happen if you had the cure for any disease? If you could cure athlete's foot, if you had the cure to cancer, would you sit on it? Would you keep it to yourself? Absolutely not. You'd be out in the world letting everyone know that you did it. You did something that American Cancer Society has never been able to do. You've done something that the pharmaceutical industry has not been able to do. You found the cure. Well, if you look up the word cancer in the dictionary, the definition says disease, the word disease, D-I-S-E-A-S-E. If you separate the word D-I-S from ease, E-A-S-E, anytime something is not easy, anytime something is not moving with flow and with grace, it is in fact a form of cancer in its simplest form. Listen, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to anyone in your family who may have been plagued by this disease and either survived or lost their journey through it, their battle with it. But at the end of the day, the words itself means disease. And I think that we could go so far as to say every single one of us solves a form of disease. And if you solve a form of disease, why would you want to keep it to yourself? I believe that your ability to be successful in sales is going to demand a posture change. And that means that you're gonna have to give yourself permission to authentically share how you can help others get results. The way this happens is by thinking like a million dollar CEO and not just an entrepreneur. When you sit in the energy of how a CEO would be conducting their business, it is very hard to allow yourself to stay placating in that energy of entrepreneurship, which is often wishy-washy or built on moments of hustle and grind. You've heard me share on numerous occasions, it's not necessary for you to hustle or grind in order to enroll enough people into your programs to be able to hit the milestone that you have for yourself. When it comes to really breaking this down, it's gonna be important for you to take the time to outline the cost of their problem. That's the second step in this formula. You have to seek first to understand. I believe that the sale is secondary. And if you are leading with sales energy, that might be the reason why you feel like a used car salesperson. The key to discovering the cost of the problem is to make it tangible for them. Because if you can make it tangible for them, then you can offer them a solution to solve the tangibility of that problem. And when you understand the tangibility of the problem, it allows you to be unapologetic because you do, after all, have the cure for their disease. Now, oftentimes I feel like people get caught up in this sales energy because they are attached to whether or not the person buys. Now, it never will be my recommendation that you perform a sales conversation when you are in a space where there's something that you need to have happen. Like for instance, your mortgage is due. Don't hold a sales conversation when your mortgage is due. And here's why. That energy that you think you can hide is going to show up all over that sales conversation. 
And you're going to be operating from an energy of desperation, which will impact your ability to sell. The only way to be successful in sales is to detach from the outcome. I literally, on my computer, I have this sign for when I'm having a conversation with someone who's been interested in working with me in some capacity. I literally have this sign that detaches from the outcome and I actually say it to them. I say something like, listen, if for whatever reason, at whichever point in time throughout this process, you decide that you're no longer interested in working together, it's entirely okay with me. I just want you to keep in mind that I'm already a millionaire running a multi-million dollar business. And I really enjoy working with those who are ready to make a decision to go to their next level. And what that does, that allows me to detach from any outcome. It allows me to not sit in any energy that means that I have to show up contrary to the authenticity of who I am at any particular point in time. I am personally of the belief that I'm not convincing anyone to let me change their life because I know that if we work together, their life will in fact change. And that is the energy and the confidence that comes along with knowing that you have a million dollar solution that you can offer into the lives of those that you've been called to serve. Third step in the system is to make sure that you create your sales management system. Sales management is about ensuring that every part of the process happens consistently so that there are no gaps and we don't leave any money or follow-up on the table. Now, your sales management system could look like this. First, you generate a lead, and you know every lead is not qualified, so then you go through the process of qualifying or prospecting that lead. Once you've qualified that lead, then you present them with an opportunity, typically through a nurture and convert sequence to take you up on your sales tool to solve the problem that they have where you will ultimately make them an offer and then you will deliver that offer to them. That's a sales management system. We call this at Incredible Factor University, the business success formula. It starts with the ideal client and it goes all the way through the onboarding process. And it is essential to have clarity around it if you wanna make millions of dollars. It's gonna be absolutely essential that you know every phase of the system and what needs to occur in order to go to the next system. And wherever possible, you want to use a tool to be able to automate as many functions as you can, because the more things you have to do manually, the more likelihood there is that something is going to fall through the cracks. I always love to talk about making sure that follow-up is a part of your sales management system as well, because it is true. The fortune is in the follow-up. Do you know that only 10% of less of people actually follow up with a prospect more than once? but more than 80% of sales are closed between the fifth and the 12th contact? Did you know that? Yeah, now that you know that, how will you look at the sales process different? How will you make sure that you have a sales management system that takes into consideration your follow-up because that is truly where the fortune is. I always love to tell, I have a few different clients that I love to tell the story of my follow-up game because my follow-up game is strong and yours needs to be strong too if you wanna get your business to the million dollar mark. And when I say yours, I'm talking about your company as a collective, right? There's a point in time where you're the person who is doing all of the steps in the sales process, but there also becomes a time when you are hiring team and your team is fulfilling the sales process. I have this one client that we are actually working together again, but about seven years ago, or maybe it was even longer, maybe it was 2014, 
I had a, a sales conversation with this client. Her name is Tish. Shout out to Tish Times. She wasn't ready when we had that conversation. And I told her I would follow up with her. I called her the next month. She didn't answer. I called her the month after that. She answered, but she said she wasn't ready and kept calling her 11 phone calls. Remember, I just said a moment ago that 80% of sales are closed between the fifth and the 12th contact. Because I kept following up, Tish was actually eventually able to say yes to herself and enroll in my program and become a six-figure business within 60 days. That would have never happened if I didn't continue to follow up. See, I think sometimes we feel salesy around follow-up, but I believe that if you're not going to follow up, you shouldn't bother having a sales conversation, period, point blank. It's just what needs to happen. I want to talk a little bit. I'm going to sidebar again for a moment. And I want to talk about the various types of sales tools that exist since we're talking about sales management system. And then I want to talk about what's going to be required for you to have million dollar sales success. So let's talk sales tools first. There are several. There's probably five, six, maybe seven even sales tools that I highly recommend and talk about all the time with my clients. Number one, webinars. Believe it or not, You can enroll people at every price point from a webinar. Now, what's included in your webinar needs to marry the sales conversation. Just because you're doing it in a video format doesn't mean you can skip the important phases of the sales conversation. Number two are having traditional sales teams. Yeah, they do still exist where there are inside sales reps that handle the leads that come into the company and outside sales reps that go out and find opportunities for the company and account executives or closers who actually close the deals. There's also opened and closed cart launches, which could also be a video series or a challenge. Any of those things that happens periodically, the cart is open for a short period of time. And during that time that the cart is open, you're trying to get the information about your offer in front of the most people so that they can enroll. Another one and one of my favorites are enrollment events and making an offer from the stage. It's another great way to sell. What I love about enrollment events and making an offer from the stage is that tons of your ideal clients are in the room and you make your offer from the stage and then you watch tons of those very same people go to the back of the room and enroll in your program. It is actually one of the fastest ways to truly shift the trajectory of your business is through enrolling from a live event or from a speaking engagement from the stage. We also have proposals and engagement letters, which we kind of reserve specifically for people who work business to business slash corporation or business to nonprofit agency, because typically in those cases, you're going to have a needs discovery meeting first. And from that needs discovery meeting, you're going to write them an engagement letter. You want to avoid a proposal at all costs. If you can, proposals sit on desks, engagement letters get signed and deposits get made. And so you want to, as much as possible, get people to get to the point where you're writing them an engagement letter. And then you also have the DMs. Now, this is a new thing, right? Where we can use direct messages without actually having to get on the phone with a person. We can either do voice memo, DMs, or we can text inside of the DMs and enroll people in our programs through following the sales conversation, which I think is amazing that we can do that. I just, I'm blown away by what we've been able to do with technology. And then also sales pages. You can enroll people just from a page of copy, perhaps with a video, perhaps not. 
people actually reading through everything that you've shared and making a decision at the end to enroll in your offer. All of those are the various types of sales tools. Now, let me tell you my favorite to get you to the million dollar mark as quickly as possible. Number one, hands down, live enrollment events. You guys all know my story. I crossed the million dollar mark for the very first time for my live event, from making an offer to a room full of hundreds of people and having enough of those people to enroll that it took me over the million dollar mark in one fell swoop, right? That's my absolute favorite. Second to that would be enrollment webinars. Now with enrollment webinars, they can be paired with video series or challenge. Um, They can even be paired with referrals or they can stand alone all by themselves. But what I love about using webinars is that you can make them evergreen. So they don't actually require you to have to have a sales conversation with a person in order to get them to enroll. And then my third favorite way to enroll people is in the DMs. Believe it or not, if you would have asked me two years ago, would I send a few text messages, voice or words to people and have them pay me $30,000, I would have been like, there's no way. But today there is a way. Now, all of this hinges upon your ability to be able to walk them through the sales conversation. And there is a way that your conversation has to go in order for it to produce a yes at the end of the conversation. And no matter which of these sales tools you're using, your goal is to get them to say yes. Now, before you get to the point where you actually are having the sales conversation with someone, there are a few things that should have taken place. Number one, you should have developed your offer. You need to know what you're offering them to solve their problem. Number two, you need to have your messages so that you can put that message out there and get people's attention, right? Number three, you need to have a way to generate leads. Number four, you need to have a way to pre-qualify your most ideal prospects. Number five, you need to have key performance indicators and a way to track them. Number six, you need to have complete mastery over the sales conversation. Number seven, you need to hold a sales conversation. Now, again, the conversation doesn't have to be you with a person on the phone or on Zoom. It could be a webinar. It could be a sales page. It could be time spent in the DMs. It could be a live event, but you need to know how to hold that sales conversation. And then you also need a follow-up mechanism and system so that those people who express interest but don't make a decision to enroll in the first conversation actually still get called back or followed up with to be able to make that decision. Their problem doesn't go away just because they can't decide in the first interaction. And if you never follow up with them, you're going to leave millions on the table. That is not what I desire for you. So the best way to get over that is to get to the point where you understand and you master the sales conversation. Now, here's a little sales truth for you. You are the CEO, right? You're the CEO of the company and you have dreams and aspirations to become the million dollar CEO. That means that eventually your job is going to be to provide your team with a very clear conversational framework that will keep sales coming into your business. It may take you time to determine and perfect that conversational infrastructure, but that is your ultimate goal that you understand the phases of a sales conversation and leverage the phases of the sales conversation consistently to get people to say yes to their next level completely through you. Again, I say that it is as honorable to sell as it is to buy. And making the decision 
to make it possible for your most ideal prospects to solve their problem with your help is how you change the world. It's how you change the game. It's absolutely how you get yourself to the million dollar mark. When you understand the significance of realizing that it's as honorable to sell as it is to buy, when you outline the cost of their problem, when you create your sales management system and you make sure that your messaging consistently focuses in on that problem, you will put yourself in the position to truly rock the sale and open up an opportunity to do millions in sales through your business. I want you to make sure that you go back and listen to the episode that we did recently on messaging. I'll put that in the show notes for you because that is such an important part of the sales process. I believe that if you are not closing new clients, it is something that you are saying or not saying. And I wanna make sure that you are saying the right things in that conversation in order to get them to actually take the steps that you want for them to take. One of the questions I get all of the time, and I'm certainly not gonna leave this episode without quickly sharing the phases of the sales conversation with you, because I wanna make sure that you understand them. And again, regardless of which of the ways that you are interacting with clients, regardless of which one of those you're using, each of these phases still needs to exist. Phase one is all about setting expectations right? You want to set expectations. Phase two is about discovering the cost of the problem. Phase three is all about transitioning from problem to possibility. Phase four is all about asking if they would like your help. Phase five is offering them your solution. Phase six is overcoming objections and advancing the sale. And phase seven is celebrating your new client. Here's what I know. If you can master these seven phases, then you can put your business on the trajectory to make millions in sales. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. If after listening to this episode, you're ready to stop playing and praying small, you should go grab my Plan for Millions bundle. One thing I know for sure is that before you can make the move, you've got to have the plan. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor. Head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright. And to access them, all you have to do is move. Take care. Take care.